Welcome to the Millionaire Mom Faith, Family, and Finances Podcast. I am your host, Lanika Scott, wife, mother of six beautiful girls, blessed grandmother, from stay-at-home mom to the millionaire mom, and I did it all God's way. If you want to grow in any of these areas, faith, family, or finances, you're definitely in the right place. Are you ready? Let's get going with today's podcast. Welcome to the Faith, Family, and Finances podcast with the host, Lanika Scott, the Millionaire Mom. And this is my first podcast with Charisma Podcast Network. And today I am teaching on the ministry of angels. I'm really excited to be bringing this teaching before you years ago the spirit of the living God begins to show me and deal with me about the ministry of angels. And since that time, I've written a book on angels called Angelic Allies. And I go into a lot of teaching about these holy, majestic, powerful creatures and beings. They are also messengers, they are warriors, and they are God's angels. So let's get into this teaching today. I'm going to share with you a few stories about the angels. They will provide hope for you. And also, you will be enlightened to begin to open yourself up to the ministry of angels. And you will also discover that when you do that, They really start to respond even the more. They get so excited and they help you carry out God's plan for your life. So first of all, what is an angel? An angel is one who has sent a messenger, God's agents. They are God's servants. They're spirit beings. Angels are beings who have greater power and ability than humans. And that is according to 2 Peter 2 and 11. The angels, they exist in heaven or they exist in the spirit realm, which is a level of existence higher than the physical realm. And you can find that in 1 Kings 8, 27, also John 6 and 38. Angels are also referred to as spirits. You can find that in 1 Kings 22 through verse 21 and also Psalm 18 and 10. And the word angel is derived from the Christian Latin word angelos itself in the Greek, which translation is in Hebrew, malak, which means a messenger or worker of God. The angels are God's host. They are God's army. They are God's messengers, God's warriors. They protect you. We're going to provide a few scripture about the angels and how they protect you because we need them, right? They are God's worshiper, God's guardians, God's exhorter, God's agents, and God's servants. And before I get into a little bit more teaching about the angels, I would like to share just a story. I think it's going to bless you today. And it is the story of how God began to even deal with me about getting the word out on the angels. You know, in today's time and in times past, we've seen so many teachings and so much teaching about demons. Wouldn't you agree? And so there is, there are angels and they help you in so many ways. And so this story happened years ago on a Friday night. 
And you know how it is when you get up and you go to the restroom that last time before finally collapsing and going to bed. That's, that is what I did. It was about midnight and I got up to go to the restroom. And when I went, I looked in the mirror and there was a white feather in my hair. I rushed back to the bed and I looked at my husband pointing to my hair. And I said, there's a angel feather in my hair. And he jokingly laughed and said, well, there's another one in the bathroom on the floor. And this been there since Wednesday. And I'm like, what? So I ran to the bathroom back in that little stall where our bathroom is. We have a very large bathroom, but then a smaller style type stall. I looked down on the floor and guess what was on the floor? There was this huge white angel feather. And at that point, I knew that God was up to something. You see, in this particular bathroom stall, there was no decorations, no pillows, no rugs. The only thing was the stall and some tissue paper. That is it. And the reason why that is so important to me, because I am an interior designer, I love to decorate and make things pretty. But for some reason, I hadn't put anything in this particular bathroom stall, although it was very small. And so at first, when I saw the feather in my hair, I thought that it could have come out of a pillow. You know, that was what we would naturally probably think anyway, although I had been familiar with the angels. But when he said, it's been another one there since Wednesday, I said, I knew God was up to something. So I went to sleep after praying and seeking the Lord. But then on the days to come, that seek began to burn stronger in me. And I said, God, what are you doing? What are you up to? I know that you are up to something. He began to say, I am teaching you to teach my people about the angels. They talk about demons so much, but there is another realm and place of existence that I have in my kingdom. And I want to teach them that they are real and we need the angels in the earth. And especially now to help us carry out the will of God for mankind, the will of God for humanity. And there are so many different times that the angels would go to work and the people would not even know that they are working on their behalf. There's so many different times where the angels have protected and the people didn't even know that the angels of the Lord were protected. He says, so daughter, I'm sending you to teach my people about the angels. And although that there have been other books that have been written, this is a special assignment for you to teach them about the angels. So let me first by reading this scripture in Colossians 1 and 16, he says, for by him, all things were created that are in heaven, that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. So why were the angels created? Simply put, angels were created because God wanted them. You are alone, the Lord. You have been made heaven, the heaven of heavens with all of their hosts. That's the angels, the earth and everything on it 
the seas and all them that are then, and you preserve them all. The hosts of heaven worship you. That can be found in Nehemiah 9 and verse 6. And then it reads in Psalm 148, verse 4 through verse 5, praise him, you heavens of heavens, and you waters above heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. So there you have it. That is why the angels were created because God wanted them here. So let me share with you all a few roles that the angels play. And then we're going to go into another encouraging story. Y'all, this story is going to bless you. And especially for those of you who have been seeking healing in your body, or maybe someone in your family or a loved one, they need the healing touch of the Lord. This story is going to incredibly bless you. So some of the roles that the angels play, they communicate God's message. The angels, they guard and protect. They watch you. Yes, they observe you. I remember listening to another man of God say that once he had went into the nursery and he's a seer and he saw this big old beautiful angel looking down at their new baby and the angel had his face like close up to the baby's personal space the baby was in the crib just like smiling and laughing right and this angel was just watching this baby observing so they encourage you the angels they bring deliverance they carry fire you all the angels are there guess what when people give birth, yes, they are there. They're also there when people transition. And so they care for the saints, even at death. The angels, they help ministries. They bring healing. They bring messages. Y'all remember right before Yeshua, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, you're the King of Kings, the hope of glory, the one who holds all power in his hand, the one who possesses the keys to heaven and hell. Yes, in the natural and even the spirit realm, Jesus, before he came into the earth, one of the archangels' name is Gabriel, came and visited the Virgin Mary, with instructions, right? So they bring messages. You remember when Elizabeth and also um, um, Zacharias, they was also visited by that same angel, Gabriel, who brought a message about John the Baptist and was given clear instructions about the baby's name, all of that, it is in the Bible. So when we hear about the angels, when we listen to the stories of the Bible and how they move and how they talk and how they protected and how they had swords and how they defended and how they brought messages, we also must Remember that it still is relevant to our lives and they come and they help and they do so many different things. They also help with provision. They bring wisdom and insight and victory and clarity and peace and comfort and strength. Even Jesus himself, before it was all over, before he said, it is finished. And he gave up the goals when he was going through agony and pain in the garden of Gethsemane. What is it that the Bible says? The Bible says the angels came and they strengthened him. They bring strength. They release judgment. 
They engage in warfare. They help with salvation. I've heard so many different times where people will say, I don't know what was it that got me here or who was it that helped me get to this church, but something did. Many times those are angels. And even as the Bible says, we entertain them unaware. And that can be found in Hebrews. The angels bring understanding. I'm doing some teaching for you today because I want you to understand the power of these majestic, holy creatures, these beings that come on assignment, just like you have an assignment and they also yield to Abba. They yield to Father, the leading of the Holy Spirit and they yield to heaven. Jesus, the voice of the Lord, helping the plans of the Father, the plans of heaven be established in the earth as well. They help with understanding. They bring encouragement. They fight against the demonic. They help with your destiny and your purpose. Yes, you have a destiny, a calling, and a purpose on your life. And it's the angels of the Lord that will help with them. They also bring revelation to dreams and also visions. And many times they will even show up in your dreams or your visions. And they, again, they respond to repentance under God's command. Let me share with you a powerful story as stated that I would share. And this was a six wing seraphim they came into my home i had just hosted this women's conference shall i say a supernatural conference it wasn't just for women but majority was women that attended the conference and this was a few years ago and during that time the glory of god just really came in and god did some things that were healing that took place activations of gifts people will begin to you know going up into new rams in the spirit ram and right after that, the Lord gave me specific instructions. When I got back home, he said, I want you to just rest for a few days because there was some unlocking that he was doing that I wasn't even aware that he was doing until afterwards, after me yielding to his instructions and to his assignment. And I believe I would not have been able to tap into this had it not been for obeying the voice of God when he said, just rest. He was like, just lay low, meaning don't work right now because I'm a business owner, I have my own business. And so can make, you know, my own plans and kind of decisions on how, when I want to work and take off, right? So it's very, very, very flexible. And so the day two after resting, we were in the prayer room and then a shift took place in the prayer room. One of my daughters, who's a seer, this child been seeing in the spirit for years, visions, angels, all kinds of things, holy and divine. She looked up and her eyes began to get really big. And I knew that she was seeing in the spirit. And the Holy Spirit was like, grab your laptop so that I could type what she was seeing. But he was also speaking to me as I felt the shift all in the room. And she was like, mommy, I don't know what it is. And I said, I need you to look because I've taught her to look or look even again. And I said, I'm going to look. I said, I mean, I'm going to write as you look. And as she began to look, she said, mommy, it has six wings. And I'm typing. And I did hear seraphim, which is in the Bible, Ezekiel. 
she began to say that it had as an armor. And she said she saw the different colors and two of the colors were royal blue and beautiful green color. She said it has a sword. And I said, this angel have come from the throne room with a message and she nodded her head. There was someone in my family who was sick with cancer, diagnosed with cancer. And when this sickness set in, one of the first things that the spirit of the Lord said, this sickness is not unto death. And so this individual had gone through the journey of just the things that you do in the natural prayer, chemo, just things like that. And that wasn't good. When this angel appeared, this angel came with a message from heaven about our loved one. And I remember telling my daughters, go upstairs, get your dad, because this is a holy moment that's happening in the prayer room. And we began to come down and we got on our knees and we turned our back even away from the angel so that we was letting God know that we're not worshiping this angel, but what we are doing, we are bowing to this holy encounter because God, if you sent a seraphim from the throne room of heaven, that there's some things that are happening, we surrender and we bow to what you are doing, God. And the word of the Lord came that day saying, the healing is complete. The healing for our loved one was complete. And although this individual had did some things in the natural, and she had walked this process out in the natural. God said, the healing is complete. And there a seraphim broke through the heavens, came down into our prayer room and released a message from heaven on behalf of our loved ones as it pertains to the cancer that she had been enduring. Chains broke, things happened, the atmosphere shifted. And I believe again on that day that the Lord Jesus Christ, our father, allowed this high ranking angel to come into our home because we had created an atmosphere and we had created a space and a place where the holy portals were open so that the angels of the Lord could get through. There are ways that you can activate your angels. One, it is through prayer. And as you begin to pray, the angels will begin to move. And as you begin to quote and read the word of God, which is another way where you can activate the angels, speaking the word of God, because in the Bible, it talks about the angels. They hearken, which means they perk up, their ears perk up, and they listen intently. The word hearken means to give heed or attention to what is said. It means to listen. They listen. The word hearken means to give respectful attention. It means to pay attention. And that's what they do. Hearken, a primitive root to prick up the ears, hearken, to attend, to cause to hear, to give heed, incline, mark, regard, to hear, to be attentive, to heed, right? Again, to pay attention to what is being said. That is what the angels 
they do. In Psalm 103, verse 20 through 21, it says, Blessed ye the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, God's commandments. That day, God had commanded the seraphim to come from heaven down into our prayer room with a message for our family member. Hearkening into the voice of his word. That's what it says, that do his commandments, hearken into the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all of his hosts, ye ministers of heels, he is that do his pleasure. Again, that is Psalm 103, verse 20 through verse 21. That's number two of how you can activate your angels. Prayer is number one, two, the word, speaking the word. Amen. Number three, another way that you can activate the angels is worship. Have you ever played some worship music and then the whole atmosphere in your home or in that room or in that bedroom or that prayer room or your car is shifted and you can feel the stirring? You may be able to feel the heat, which is the anointing, one of the manifestations of the presence of God. You know, God is a fiery God. He loves to use fire. You can feel a sweet presence in there. Many times those are the angels coming to help you to ascend to higher places. They do. They come and help you do all of that. Worship, right? Worship me in spirit and also in truth. And when we begin to worship, did you not know the, the angels, they love worship. You see, they love all things that God loves. They do. They hate the very things that he hates. And when you worship, they respond and it activates things to move in the realm of the spirit and also praise is a way that activate the angels. Because when you praise God, you get his attention. And when you get God's attention, you also get the angels' attention and they respond. So there are, I've, I've listed about five different things that activate the angels, prayer, the word of God, worship, praise. But you know, another thing that activate them is simply believing that they exist. And when you begin to talk about them, not from a place of worshiping them, but when you talk about them, they also respond, they get activated, they fly, they clap, they laugh, they rejoice. When the people get saved, they rejoice. Angels get excited. They also have feelings. They can be grieved. They can get sad. They get sad when we don't do the will of God. I was once listening to a seer and the seer said and shared how the angels was hiding their eyes when there was something that shouldn't be looked at or even watched like on TV. They will hide their eyes so they will even cover their ears, which let me know how they respond to the things of holy and then the things that we shouldn't be doing. I remember one time my daughters, we have so many stories and over the course of this podcast, I'll be sharing, I'll be touching and sharing about some of the stories and the angels. They could go on and on and on for days, you all. We have so many stories of the angels because we've been open to them. I remember one time, one of my daughters, she said, they don't like it when we fuzz. And so I have been blessed with six daughters and children do what children do. You know, they argue, they get into disagreements, right? They pick with each other. And I remember specifically one time when they was doing that, picking with each other. 
And then my my daughter, she shook her head like, no, no, no. And I was like, what's going on with that? And she said, the angels, they don't like that. They're shaking their heads, telling us not to do that. And I say, well, there you have it. That's because God doesn't like division and he doesn't want any division, even in this household. So you better do what they want you to do. <laughs> Isn't that neat though? Yes. Yeah, so, 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 so the angels, they are real. And God just wanted you to know today that you have angels that are fighting for you. You have angels that are helping you. You have angels that are helping you get accomplished the will of God in the earth. They are. And God loves you so much. And he has assigned them over your life. I want to read before you a few scriptures before we get off today that will also really help you. Many of you are very familiar with one of the passages of scriptures, but before I read that one, let me read this one that you may not be familiar with because I wasn't familiar with it when I wrote my book, Angelic Allies. And when I saw this scripture, I remember saying, this has to go in the book. In the book of Exodus 23, verse 20 through verse 23, it reads, see, I am sending an angel before you to protect you on your journey and lead you to safety, a safe place that I have prepared for you. But then it goes on to give instructions, pay attention to him, obey his instructions, do not rebel against him, for he is my representative and he will not forgive your rebellion. But if you are careful to obey him, this is the part where we love because we're going to obey God, right? If you are careful to obey him following all of my instructions, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and I will impose those who oppose you. For my angel will go before you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hivazites, the Jebusites, so you may live there. And I will destroy them completely. Again, that is in Exodus 23, verse 20 to verse 23. He says, I'm sending you an angel. He is my representative. Don't rebel against him. But if you are helpful to obey him, he, God said that he is going to use this angel to oppose anything that was trying to oppose him. These are clear instructions, even about the protection of the Lord. So I'm not sure what kind of battles you've been facing, beloved. I don't know what you've been up against in the spirit realm because we all go through different battles and different challenges and different things that we have to fight, things that are continuing with us that we don't even see, but we know that there is a fight in the spirit realm. This is a promise and a scripture that you can stand on today. In Exodus 23, verse 20 through verse 23, and then this one is my favorite, and this is the one that I said many of you are already very familiar with this passage of scripture, and it reads in Psalm 91 and 11, for he will order his angels charge over thee to protect thee in all of thy ways. That is a beautiful promise. Psalm 91, verse 11. Ladies and gentlemen, I provided some teaching for you today 
just a small portion of teaching on the ministry of angels. From time to time, I'll come on in and bring you some teaching on angels. This podcast is about faith, family, and also finances. And under the ministry of angels, it has been under the faith category. I do hope and pray that you've enjoyed my first podcast. Before I close out, I'm going to share with you why I selected this to be one of the first that I would teach on. I asked my audience, what is it that you want me to teach on? Many of them talked about kingdom wealth and finances, which we're going to be bringing before you. They talked about balance and business and family. How do you do it, Lanika? Even as a mom that has multiple businesses and all of these children, and you've been married for almost 30 years, how do you do it? But the number one request was about these powerful, majestic, holy creatures and beings that we see carried out through the scripture. Angels were mentioned in the Bible over 300 times. Yes, angels were mentioned in the Bible over 300 times. God want the message out there and he wants to encourage his people how to create an open heaven even over their lives, how to flow in the supernatural power and how the supernatural can also be a natural way of life. And when you invite the angels in to help you, leading you with the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, your life will change. My life has changed. And I don't know what I would do without the ministry of angels. So again, I hope and pray that this has blessed you today. Thanks so much for tuning in to my podcast. Encourage others to download this teaching on the ministry of angels. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Faith, Family, and Finances podcast with Lanika Scott, the Millionaire Mom. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate the show at Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe wherever you listen. If you're looking for more, please visit me at www.lanikascott.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, God bless.